Welcome back to His and Hers Movie Podcast. This is episode number 20, The Big 2-0, featuring a review of Exorcism at 60,000 feet, which is, uh, I believe, like a Shout Factory release. I am one half of your hosting duo podcasting out of southwestern Pennsylvania on Carly's couch, and joining me tonight podcasting out of the same place is carly it is may 24th for about six more minutes yes we are back on the couch which doesn't apply to this pod because we used to say that on netflix and chill but this is the first time we have podcasted in the same room since we first started netflix and chill which is really weird really yeah dude we never went back to that format actually it was funny, like, Shane uh, was over yesterday, and he was like, so you guys don't do it together? He, like, assumed we did all our podcasts in the same room, like, everyone. I was like, no, we just go on Skype. It's easier that way. But, uh, yes, we are back. It is Memorial Day weekend. It is Sunday right now, um, so I am off tomorrow, which is nice. But how are you doing today, Jay Pig? <sighs> well, obviously not the best. Yes. As as you know. I won't go into detail, but going through a lot of hard stuff right now, so I'm um, just trying to keep my head on straight for a little bit and you know, just try to keep moving forward, I guess, but yeah. Um yes. I really don't know what to say. <laughs> Alright, little guy. Well that is alright. Um I for one, I'm alright. I'm very hot right now. It's very hot in my living room. And that is the reason you're here. You came over to put my air in the windows because you were a big, strong man. So, right. Um, that happened. Um, today I spent some time with the fam, which was nice. Second weekend in a row that I did that. Um, and, you know, that was nice. Tomorrow's Memorial Day. I'm probably going to lay around, do nothing, but watch movies because I kind of got out of the movie watching game for a few days here. Um, starting to get stressed because it seems like life is coming back to normal which is a good thing but at the same time i'm like i had so much time to watch movies and i could tell that's going to deteriorate but uh nevertheless i'll keep trucking on and um yeah so i did that today uh i also i had a flat tire on um tuesday i tried to call you to be on my night in shiny arm hair but uh where were you when I called you to be my knight in shining arm hair? Um, I think I was sleeping. Yes, so I had to call a backup knight in shining arm hair. I called your cousin's... I didn't call him actually at all. Um, your cousin texted her boyfriend to come and fix lay tire for me. And then I got that fixed yesterday morning. And there was a big ass nail in it, which was annoying. But, uh... So that's taken care of, and that's pretty much all that I have going on in my exciting life. So. Maybe your neighbor planted a nail behind your tire. Dude, I, dude, I'm not even kidding. There was like glass broken on the ground right next to my car for a while, and I don't know what it was from, but I was thinking like, if there's a piece of glass in my tire from this, I am going to put one in my neighbor's tire. But it was not that. I think it was probably either from the work site up the road or the actual parking lot at my work, which is pretty annoying. But you know, it happens. I never got a flat tire before, but... Why didn't you just fix it? Because, um, I know how to fix a tire. I do. I've seen it happen, but I 
fear that I would not be strong enough to jack up the whip and uh, take the bolts, the uh, nuts off of the tire to what change are they it. Called nuts. <laughs> what kind of nuts? Lug nuts. Good job. I know that because in a Christmas story, the kid is told to help his uh, dad and hold the nuts, but um, he, you know, drops them and he's like, "Oh." Fudge, but he's like, but I didn't say fudge, I said fuck. <laughs> and that is the one that. F. Oh, okay. Um, but um, anyway, um, uh, what was I saying? What was I saying? Oh yeah, I didn't want to make a fool of myself. Basically, outside my workplace, trying to change a tire when I knew uh, darn well that I probably would not be physically able to. So I had to call in a big strong man. We just mentioned on the human centipede episode that um, I was like, yeah, you know, I'm pretty sure that women. It's pretty, like, you know, because the two girls there don't know how to change the tire. And I'm like, yeah, I, I, that's actually kind of believable because I feel like um, a lot of people, a lot of women don't actually know how to change a tire, including you. We know how to. It's you just feel, they're tightened on there. Do you feel like you are not independent? I feel like I could have changed the tire realistically if I was like in the middle of nowhere and had no other option. Yes, I could have got out there and changed the tire. It would have taken me a very long time. My mom and I were discussing this today, actually, that we could probably do that if we had no other option. But it's just, it's easier because naturally women aren't as strong as the men. So, right. But I hate to say. I'm strong. I could change tires. Well, the reason I kind of knew I wasn't going to be able to do it is because one time I watched, I learned to change a tire from watching you. I'll give you that. But watching you, you just struggled so hard <laughs> to, get, to get those like lug nuts what off. What the hell? And this dude, like Shannon's man, he just comes riding in on a horse. He's like, you having a bad day? He gets out there. He changes that sucker in a second. So I don't know what. Well, first of all. What? He does that for a living. What do you mean? His job is changing tires all day. Oh, well. Second of all, I did not struggle changing the tire. There was one lug nut that was on there extra tight from from it being, like, rusted and, you know, not having any type of lubrication or or anything. It was just, you know, it was... uh, I just, I just remember you being like, oh, I got to call in my pap. I got to call in the fire department. I got to get the cops over here to help me. And then what happened? This. Then you got it after like 10 more minutes. Yeah. You tried. <laughs> yeah, but that's, and that's where I learned that I probably would struggle to get these off. Look, I'm going to be honest. That one was like way tighter than normal. Well, right. how many tires have you changed in your life? How many tires have I changed? Uh, I changed my friend Nicole's once. My cu- we were driving around drinking. What? We were driving around drinking, <laughs> and we had Shannon, my cousin Shannon, and my cousin Brandon in the trunk, and we were <laughs> what? <laughs> we're just messing around, you know, like just driving. No. Listen, I was a teenager. Okay. That was only this okay. Very in the irresponsible. 80s, buddy. Um, and we popped the tire with them in the trunk, and so me and my cousin Brian got out and and it, actually to be fair we're not that irresponsible my cousin brian was driving he was not drinking wait why what do you mean they were in the trunk they're laying in the trunk yeah or you had an suv and no they were in, the, in tr- the trunk like we put them in the car the trunk of the car where, where you going you made it sound like your joy like i'm picturing shannon just laying down in the trunk like not able to move we like, went down down there down there okay and 
we were drinking and my cousin Brian didn't drink. He just smoked weed. Mm. And baby Brian is what we called him. Mm. And he, uh, Nicole was drinking. He was kind of our D and DD. What is it? D and D? DD. DD. Yeah. And he was like, um, you know, that we, I don't know how it came about, but Shannon and Brandon got in the trunk and we closed it on them. And then we like drove around in the parking lot doing like figure eights and donuts practically and stuff. And uh, then we popped the tire. That sounds like a horrible night. Well, it was fun. fun. I, it, it was just funny. Oh, I see. For, Shannon rode it in the trunk a bunch whenever she would get drunk. <laughs> I think it was like a, uh, a ride for her or something. <laughs> but that was the first time I ever changed a tire. And then uh, after that, um, this girl named Corinne, uh, she had a flat tire at her house. And me and um, my friend DJ changed that tire but the problem was is like the jack was like broken it kept like deflating <laughs> so we get like it, it like it was like stripped or something it was weird it, so mm-hmm. that was a really pain um and then uh i changed that volkswagen i used to have i, I had a flat tire on there before um and then i changed the grand am that was the one that had the flat tire right no that was the one you have the blue one the are you sure? Yeah, it was. Because uh, they were like big tires. Yeah, it, it definitely was, 100%. Okay, well, I changed... that was recently. That wasn't no, like a long time ago. are you sure? Ago. Yes, I'm 100% sure. That wasn't even a full year ago, I don't think. That was right... No, that was right you when I was... Lived about, that was right when I was... Sh- <laughs> that was right when I was moving out of that house. Like, you wrecked that other... I mean, you got wrecked into with that other car like a long... Like a year before that. Yeah, well, okay, so I changed one in the Grand Dam, or two even, and then that blue car I changed like three times. I got like three flats in that one. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. All right, well, I'm just saying. So I've changed a bunch of tires, and one time, you're right, I did, um, that blue car, one of the first times that I got a flat tire in that, um, the, the it was like so like rusted like because i bought that car it was sitting for a while mm. and my I, I could i was on my way to work and i got a flat tire in the morning but i was house sitting for our friend robin and i got a flat tire out there and i actually did have to call my pap because i couldn't <laughs> get it off for the life of me like i got the lug nuts off all of uh, the lug the nuts and it was thing. stuck to yeah. it and he had to bring a sledgehammer and Jeez. and like bash it to get it loosened up but yeah, so basically, I'm strong. Oh, is that what we get out of this? Yeah, I could see why you your first, you know, the call to time. action would be to call me. No, I just, <clears throat> ew, dude, come on. What? We're in the same room, don't? And you, oh, I'm so mad. You didn't have to do that in the mic. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, but anyway, um. Why? <laughs> why do you got your face covered? Because, dude, like I was just gross. I'm disgusted. Um. Anyway, so. Yes, um, my thing is that I could change a tire if I want. Moral of the story. Anyway, um, so yeah, I think that's, uh, that's our tire talk for the day. Um, what? I was just looking at something, but what, what do you, what do you mean that's our tire talk for the day? Oh, that's our tire talk for the first time ever and probably last time. Yeah, well, I know how to change tires. Alright, well. I do too. No, you don't. Theoretically, you, I do. You, you Theoretically, do. I do. I want you to try to change Theoretically. it. Theoretically, what? 
And also, like, you call me early ass in the morning and expect me to change it. It was noon. I was on lunch at work. It was even, it was like noon 30. 12.30. Okay. And I knew you were going to answer. I knew it in my head. A freaking M. No, that's at night. That's what we just, that's what we're on right now, dude. No, dude. It is the changing of the days. No. It's 12.05 a.m. No, because think about it, right? So you have 1 p.m., right? (laughs) Yes. And what's at the end of, it goes 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, what? 12. So it would be 12 p.m. No, it's the, dude. it's the end of the cycle. You can't argue that. It's the end of the cycle. Okay, sure, in your head, but you can't, like, actually argue that with me. That's not a fact. That's actually wrong. Like, you, that's not an, up for debate. It's, like, actually not. I don't think you understand. Like, right now, it's... They're like, probably laughing at you. <laughs> You're stupid. Anyway, um, but... Um, yeah, I called you. I knew I knew it was a hopeless thing to do, um, but I tried, and then I called my mom, and she was all, like, she gets all frantic. Did She's she like, tell you to call me? <gasps> yeah, she was like, can you get a hold of Justin? And I was like, I was like, uh, he's sleeping, I think. And then, like, she was like, oh, I don't know what to do. I'll just try to get a hold of him again. I was like, all right, I'll try, I'll try. And then, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> what? You're, like, spinning nails on my coffee table this coffee table cost me like five bucks at family dollar dude come on dude what you're ruining you're making this you're making this toxic and hers (laughs) that's you no i swear but anyway um and so then i complained to my co-workers and that is when shannon was like i got a man on it the end yeah, well, like I said, he does that for a living, and I'm sure he was probably not too happy to be woke up early ass in the morning either. <laughs> what? No one's being woke up at 12 unless they work the night shift. Like me. No, you work the evening shift. I mean, like, they actually work all night long and have the right to be asleep during the day. Like me. No, dude. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know. Dude, you're the only, like, adult that acts like this. <laughs> acts like what? Like, acts like you're allowed to just sleep all day. I, I, I don't you need to be well-rested? I've never met anyone like you before. Like, like what? Besides, explain like, a explain it to the listeners, because I'm not sure what you mean. So, JPEG here thinks that, like, oh, I work 3 to 11, so that means I have to stay up all night, and that's my day. And then I get to sleep all day long up until 3 to 11 comes around again. So basically, basically there is no point in the day where he's awake or, like, not at work now. Because <laughs> he thinks that, like, being up all night is what you do when you work 3 to 11. So. And we had a big argument about this. I, I just I don't, don't feel... see. I feel like. I feel like people's definitions of early are wrong. What do you mean? Like, to me, like, noon is early. It's early if you're sleeping in. Like, like I, if, I, if, so, if, I, and if I know I have to, like, get up at noon, I'm like, damn, this is early. No, not, maybe not noon. Like, 11. Like, 11 is so early to me. Like, I remember we were doing the trivia thing and they wanted to do it at, like, 10. And I, I like, had a panic attack because I was like, that is so <laughs> early. I do agree. I would never want to do a podcast early in the morning. I think that's lame. But we like, we did it on 22 shots for like a couple weeks where we were doing it, them at like, I think like 
9 a.m. Oh or my no, god! No. It was like it was like it was like 8 a.m. moods this time. So like 8, 9, 10. It was like 10 yeah. a.m. our time, and uh, moods was not having that really. Yeah. Yeah, it really wasn't for him. It kills the vibe. Jeremy like, liked it. Why would? Oh my god! But um. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Oh no, I have my sound on. Oh, okay. But um, what I'm saying is, what I'm trying to say is, you're fake. Why am I fake? I don't know, dude. Just get better at sleeping and like being a human during the day. Is all. Why? Because, dude, it's annoying. It's like, it's just like, what if I need you for something really important and you're just in bed like. <sighs> That's snoring noises. I don't think they were loud enough. I'm not doing I can't do it. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> anyway, can we move on to the moves? Well, I'm just saying, I also put your air conditioners in that you couldn't do yourself. I already said that you came over here to do that. So you and couldn't do it yourself. They're heavy. I could have got my dad on it. Hashtag? Kurt. I don't think Kurt would have did it. Yeah, he would have. He would have been thrilled. That's like his one, like... You know how, like, some people are just good at, like... Very few things. What's his good at? Putting the air in and building my bed. Putting my bed together whenever I, like, move or something. So, like, once every, like, five years? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Alright, so what do you want to do? I guess we're going to get into what we have watched. Okay, I will go first. Okay. Okay, so, uh, did I talk about Deep Red? The last thing you talked about was names on the cup. Okay. So Deep Red was my 215th watch. I watched it as part of the last drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs. And Deep Red is kind of an interesting little giallo from Dario Argento. I think it's the one that people consider his best film. I, in fact, do not think it is Dario Argento's best film. Um, I probably wouldn't, I, I don't know if it would even make my top 10 on, honestly, like it's that I think Tenebrae is a much better Giallo, but that doesn't mean that Deep Red is bad. I think Deep Red's cool. I think that there's, um, a little bit of a mixture of this like potential, like little supernatural thing going on there in Deep Red, which is nice. And, uh, I like the, um, the like children's book and the, the score and there's some cool like mystery it feels like very mysterious you know with the you know the steam from the shower and how the girl wrote the thing on the wall and stuff like that that's all really cool and stuff um joe bob had a really funny um commentary on the film and like talking about the <laughs> the giallos and and argento stuff like he made a point to bring up like was it was it like mezzan san what does that mean i have no idea what that is um was it mezzan whatever one of the weird like pretentious film terms Ew. like he's like don't come up to me and tell me that dario argento really had a great mezzan song like thing in his movies like because i will punch you in the face <laughs> and he keeps going on he keeps bringing that back up but it's funny because joe bob's smart so he he's like you know i don't know what they mean by that and then he's like do they mean and he breaks it down like exactly what somebody would mean like all smart in like film terms mm. and uh you know he he does that and and but the, then he ends 
it with still dissing him. And it was funny because he's basically making fun of pretentious people in general. And I really, I really dug that. But it was a great little watch on The Last Drive-In. I give Deep Red a 8 out of 10. Uh, then uh, these next couple here is just going to be really quick because um, I pretty much watched them for the 22 shots that you'll hear later this week. Uh, the first film was Wreck 2007, a Spanish uh, horror film, found footage. Uh, these people go into an apartment complex uh, while they are on a fire call along with a reporter who is documenting um, firemen. I said that kind of backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a really good movie. Not going to go into it too much, but... Uh, it's super intense, super fast-paced. Have you ever seen it? Uh, no, I've only seen Quarantine. Quarantine. I want to watch Wreck. That's one. I don't own any of those though, so. I do have um, Wreck One and Two on DVD. I shall take them. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, I watched Wreck, and then I watched Wreck Two, which oh, by the way, Wreck and Quarantine are like very similar. They're like almost the same movie, kind of yeah. like an Omen situation. Oh no, I can't be that. But no, I'm, not in a bad way. Yeah. Well, some people think it is. I don't personally, but yeah. Um, Wreck Two uh, was made just two years later, but it opens up at the exact same place as as uh, the first Wreck. So it it like. You know, follows the same apartment complex. So, like, you know the end of quarantine, right? Yeah. You know, the girl up in the attic and stuff. Yeah. And that's kind of how it ends. Well, Wreck 2 basically picks up with, uh, like, a SWAT team going into the building after all that happens. Ooh. And it's, like, the same building. Looks really cool and stuff. There's just some minor missteps in it, but it, it's overall really solid watch, too. Um, then I watched <laughs> Scary Movie from 1991. Oh, this is, uh, I know, this is part of my Run Through 91 series that's going on here for podcast prep. This is my t- 15th film. And how many have you watched? Uh, 15. Well, whatever. What? Um, this one I had as part of the uh, AGFA the agfa line um i think it's like genre american genre film association i think that's what it is um but yeah this is this is a fun little um 90s horror film that features uh these teens at a carnival there's like an escape what is he a mental patient or something yeah and he goes in there and kills him or does he Mm. and then uh it kind of has like a ridiculous ending um but i I enjoyed it i gave that a six out of ten um and then i watched wreck three genocide genesis um and this one doesn't really follow the wreck films uh like the second one did this one is like a side story but it does feature um so basically how it's connected is do you remember in quarantine how the dog that they took to the vet was kind of how they tracked it back to the apartment complex, the virus. Yes. Okay. Well, that also happens in wreck. Well, this guy who's in a wedding was also at that veterinarian place. 
Um, So this one's set during a wedding where the outbreak outbreaks. And uh, the coolest thing about this movie is that it has uh, the lead female in a wedding dress covered in blood with a chainsaw. Wow. And as I said on my Letterboxd review, I have a thing for women in bloody dresses wielding chainsaws. Oh, do you? Yeah. That specific Yeah, thing. uh-huh. Okay. Um, and then Wreck 4 Apocalypse from 2014. Uh, that one uh, decides to continue the story of Wreck 2, so it's more of a direct sequel. By the way, Wreck 3 and 4 both drop the found footage gimmick. Oh, okay. They are regular films. That's weird. Which is weird, yeah. Uh, this one's set on a boat. Uh, you know, just you know, to kind of to kind of give my like basic thoughts. I really wasn't a huge fan of it. Um, then I watched Blood Ties, which was part of my run through '91, number sixteen. How many was that that you watched again? Fifteen. Dude, you're fake. Why? Didn't you just say you've watched fifteen? Yeah. Okay, now you're gonna come at me with sixteen. <laughs> yeah. You're fake. How am I fake? Because you made it sound like that was like you were... I don't know, dude. Just talk about blood ties. Um, It follows a kid whose parents are killed. He finds out they were vampires. <laughs> what? You're also messing up my order of movies. All right. Um, And uh, he finds out his parents are vampires. Um, He then finds out he's a vampire. He like runs away. Meanwhile, these people that kill his parents are after him. Uh, and he finds like this... Mm sort of coven of vampires and stuff um it was all right nothing super special they can like walk around in the daylight and stuff um a six out of ten i gave that one then i watched quarantine which is basically just like wreck uh the big difference what i almost had a panic attack because i realized we weren't on skype and then i remembered that we're in the same room and we don't have to be on skype you're stupid i got scared i was like oh no we haven't been recording the show (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're dumb all right go on uh quarantine's basically wreck but with a little bit more character development um the actors are mainstream like you've seen them before jay hernandez um jennifer carpenter from dexter of course and white chicks yes I and exorcism that. of emily rose yeah she's really young in that it's weird yeah she's like yeah i don't even know but yeah i think right I don't know. When she looks that... young. Well, wait. Or she's just playing somebody really I young. think she is, because I think that came out like around the same year, like 2005 maybe or something. Yeah. Yeah, well, she's probably only like 20-something in this. I don't know. Uh, anyway, Qu- Quarantine, uh, I actually like it. I think it's pretty good. Um, then after that, I watched Don't Run. We tried to watch, we signed up for the Horror Hound Festival. What's wrong over there? Nothing. Just go on. There was a Horror Hound Film Festival. I only watched two of the titles. Um, Don't Run was okay. It was followed like this kid and this monster that told him he had to be in bed by a certain time or else he would get killed. Um, it wasn't too bad. Uh, unfortunately, you know, this week was just hell and trying, and I was really busy, so I didn't have time to watch most of the features. I think there was like seven features. Mm. Um, it cost 15 bucks. I really liked the concept, and I wish I would have known about it ahead of time. I maybe would have set some time aside to try to get to these films. Yeah. Um, I wish they would have made them more available to people that didn't have to watch them live, but I understand their reasons for not doing so. I think the online film festival could be a thing in the future, and I would love to see it continue, but that is Don't Run, a low-budget monster movie. I gave it a 5 out of 10. 
then I watched Quarantine 2 Terminal. Have you seen that one? No, I never watched that one. Alright, so it's its own thing. It is not a remake of Wreck 2. But it follows uh, the same... It's actually set the same night as Quarantine. Oh, really? Yeah, but it's uh, following people on a plane. And... Um, the virus breaks out on the plane. It's pretty pretty cool concept. It wasn't too bad. Um, then I watched Trancers 1984. Uh, this is possibly Charles Band's best directed movie. Um, Charles Band directed this for Full Moon. Uh, it follows uh, a dude sent back in time or sent to the future named Jack Death D E T H. Uh, and there's these things called trancers and like a big bad guy who's going to try to take over the world and he has to stop him and stuff. It was pretty fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, and then I watched Trancers 2 The Return of Jack Death from 1991 as part of my run through 91. Number 17. How many did you watch again? Shut up, dude. What? You're being a jerk. Why? You set me up. How'd I set you up? You said that we were tied at 15. And what are, what are we at? 17. And what are you at? 15. So that would be one. I just thought we were like tied at 15. because you were like half, I just, You just made it seem one like. One and three you, fourths, I just feel like you made it seem like that we were one and like tied at like. Seven eighths. It's just. It's two, dude. Oh. <laughs> it just made it seem like you were like tied with me and I was so happy. Nope. You're slacking. Oh. Um, so yeah. Uh, Trancers. You're watching like Lifetime movies. Trancers yeah. 2? No. I mean like I hear you on 22 shots. You're like. Now, my next What Do We Watch is called She Cheated on Her Husband and Then Murdered Him from 1991, <laughs> starring... As part of my run through 91? Tracy Nelson, yes. Oh. Uh, Transfers to The Return of Jack Death. Uh, basically, Jack Death's wife comes back from the past and meets his new wife. It's set like um, like six or so years after the first film. Uh, still, just as fun. It's very enjoyable. He has like these time abilities and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Sci-fi, good stuff. Uh, good Full Moon. I give that one a 7 out of 10 as well. Uh, and then the last film I watched was a film called Witness Infection from 2019. Uh, this is also a film that was part of that festival. And it wasn't anything really special. It was okay. It followed a mob boss trying to get his son to marry like this girl in an arranged marriage from another mob thing and there's a zombie outbreak and yeah that's basically it gave that one a five out of ten too so that's mine have at it all right thank you for that riveting review buddy all right so um first up i watched they from what was this 2004 2002 2002 yes they from 2002, I'd watched this back in the day when I was a kid, and I thought it was not that good then, and um, I thought it was pretty uh, trash this time around too, honestly. It's uh, just not a really good film. The acting's actually pretty crap, and it's and the story's like generic, and it's just like, it, I don't like it that much. It, you know, Wes Craven presents They, but Wes Craven's actually just not anything involved with it. Um, then after that, I watched Signs. Um, Signs. I think it's a good one. I think it still holds up. Um, I've heard some people say that they don't feel that way, but um, I like it. I think it's a creepy concept um, with the aliens, and then you also have like that uh, other underlying messages and whatnot with uh, you know like Dad's character losing his faith and like all his 
sort of backstory and drama. Um, there's a lot of quirky comedy in this movie that I never really realized, um, especially with the little kids. They're like, they just have like these um, kind of strange, quirky personalities. Um, it works sometimes. Sometimes I do feel like it interferes a little bit with the film because it's feels like it should be a more serious movie and then you have like these comedic almost ridiculous moments in it but like what like the part where they're running around the house and he's like you have to curse and he's like oh shit i said it you don't remember that no it's uh when who is that mel gibson is that who plays the dude and then freaking walking no that's joaquin phoenix no the bro yes okay the joaquin phoenix is the other one is that the joker yeah dude that's so weird i know i would say i said that like it's very weird how to see him in other movies because like swing away yeah swing away oh and scary movie three ruined this film for me a little bit but um he's like, swing it's away, the thing i like about it is it's scary yeah it is scary <laughs> i like scary movie three shut up no Dude, you I don't love, i was just like laughing that car wreck scene in signs it's so emotional <laughs> and i was thinking of scary movie three when the dude who like killed her is sitting in her and he's like tom i'll need a ride home <laughs> after he just like murdered killed his wife anyway but um so anyway signs uh yeah i think it's good it's a good move um then would you rate signs 7.5 out of it's 10. an eight but okay <laughs> i was trying to scroll past my rating because i was scared that you'd see it don't look at my stuff dude i feel self-conscious okay then after that we had a m night shyamalot uh du shyamalan double feature with Ew. the village you said we Oh, I meant me, like my, like <laughs> we, I was talking to like the third part, like we had ourselves, I don't know. Anyway, so the village, um, you know, supposed to be like a period piece type of flick. Um, I saw this movie once before and I actually dug it. This time around I kind of wasn't super into it. I feel like there's just not a lot going for the story for me. Um, Joaquin Phoenix is actually in this movie as well, um, but there's a few actors I don't really care for, like Adrian freaking Brody playing like the mentally challenged guy, and then uh, what's her name, Judy Greer. I can't stand her playing the one girl where she kind of sticks out like a sore thumb, and just the storyline just doesn't really do it for me. Um, you know, the big twist thing at the end is kind of cool, but I feel like once you see it once, it's whatever. It's good enough. Um, I do think it's a good movie, though. I think, like, for a first-time watch, it's a good thing, but on rewatch, it doesn't really hold up that well. Um, I think a lot of people's issue with that movie is they just feel the twist was dumb. They felt, like, ripped off. I didn't think it was... I, wanna, I, wanna I thought it was cool. Yeah, I think it's kind of clever. It's, like, crazy. It's, like, holy crap. It's funny. When M. Night was, like, big, I didn't really care for him that much. Did you guys submit your list for there, by the way? 2004? No, we kind of, like... No. You're the, I think you're the guys who are the last ones. I feel like he, like, forgot about us. Oh. I feel like he said, like, oh, we're waiting on one more. And I was like, wait a minute. That's not us. Anyway, but. Hold up. Uh, but I, I I didn't really like <laughs> M. Night when he was coming out. Like, I remember, like, I couldn't stand everybody talking about The Sixth Sense. Yeah. And then um, I watched, what was his second film? Was it? Unbreakable. Yeah, I think so. I couldn't I'm stand actually... everybody talking about that. And then, uh, like, I didn't like everybody talking about the village. It was annoying. And then uh, when I seen it, I was like, yeah, it was all right. And then um, The Lady in the Water, I rented that one night, and I thought it was, like, the worst thing i ever seen. It's weird. He has, like, two actors. Like, he had Bruce Willis in two of his movies, and he had uh, Bryce Dallas Howard in two three. of his movies, and Joaquin three. Phoenix three. in two. Three. What? Bruce Willis was in three movies. Okay, what other movies? Split. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Oh. 
In glass. What, what movies glass. did you think? I just meant like Unbreakable and I was talking like in order because like The Sixth Sense and Unbreakable yeah, came so out around four. the same time. Oh right, dude. I just mean what? Forget it. Just forget it. <laughs> I just mean as time went on, it was weird because then you had it depended on like the time period because then you got the Joaquin Phoenix and Bryce Dallas Howard period and then oh, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I mean I, I. I'm a fan of him. I like his work. The I like Visit his... was great. I love the visit. That's probably Split my favorite. Split was great. I didn't mind on break or uh, glass. It was all right. It wasn't great, but it was all right. Yeah. Um, and I actually like the village a good bit. Oh, and I actually like the happening. I never seen that one. Um, got Marky Mark in it. Sixth Sense is definitely like the most overrated movie of Back all time, Mark but I do like Mark it. And Mark. This is how we used to get the party <clears throat> start. We used to mix in with Bacardi Dark, and when it kicks in, you could hardly walk. Ooh. Whatever. I see. Um, I actually watched Signs for the first time, or sorry, The Sixth Sense for the first time last year as part of the oh, summer series. I forgot series. You, had the, you watched it. And I thought it was really good. It's yeah, not all about the twist. Everybody I'm, just says it's about the twist, it's about the twist. Well, it's twist like, was twist. ruined for me like way before I saw the film. Try, w- try trying to watch it for the first time in 2019. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. the twist has been ruined a hundred times. If you ever watch Fifty First Dates, it's like ruined in that film. I hate that movie. I love that movie, but um, nerd, whatever, virgin. What? <laughs> Go. Okay. Okay. Um. So after that, I watched Jennifer's Body. I did this for a movie versus movie horror podcast. What uh, was that? Jennifer's Body with Ginger Snaps. I picked it. Why? Because they're very similar movies. I'm pretty sure Ginger, Jennifer's Body just stole the entire plot line from Ginger Snaps and made it a devil movie instead of a uh, werewolf film. You know what's weird is when I when De- Jennifer's Body was coming out and it was being advertised, <clears throat> I thought it was a werewolf movie. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I can kind of see that, maybe. Um, but I remember it was just super overly, overly advertised back then. But, um, I, I, you know, I won't say much on it, but I like it. I enjoy the film. I don't think it's bad, so that is my opinion. Um, then after that, um, um, I watched Ginger Snaps, and, um, don't look at myself. And, uh, Ginger Snaps, I think, is a good move as well. Um, you know, don't want to say much on that. Why? I want to hear. I, because I'm doing it, I did it on my other podcast. I know, you know I'm not going to listen to that. Okay, but, like, these people might. Who? Like, Watson listens to both. Watson doesn't like I think Dave Z might. Okay, but what is the move? What did you think about it? Ginger Snaps? Yeah. It's a good move. I, um, you know, I've seen, I saw it only one other time before, honestly. Um, it's, so it's not one I really grew up on or anything, but, uh, I, I like it. I like the two sisters, um, the dynamic between them. I think they have great chemistry they seem like they could actually be sisters i like the whole thing with uh you know ginger is kind of like a little bit controlling of bridget's like bridget just kind of does what ginger wants and then something happens to ginger and then bridget's trying to stop it i think it has decent pretty good or good rather effects in it with the hair growing on her and abnormal spots and just like the tail i think it's like gross out and just disturbing looking okay, dude that's a lot <laughs> i'm just joking i thought you cared what was that <laughs> Um, I think that, well, Ginger Snaps, little known fact, you might not know this about me, Ginger Snaps is my favorite werewolf movie. Really? Yes. Of all time. Huh. 
What is yours? Honestly, dude, I feel like... Mm. Well, actually, at this point, I think Silver Bullet would be mine. That's a good one. Yes. Probably top five for me. And then I actually really enjoy American Werewolf in Lundix. So that might yeah, be... Yeah, American Werewolf in Lundix is one of my favorites now, too. Mm-hmm. And then Ginger Snaps probably after that... Then I guess The Howling. I don't even. I've, I've probably seen more movies. I just can't think of them right now. But off the top of my head, that's that would be my order. Um, but after that, I also. What about Dog Soldiers? Well, I'm in the midst of watching that. Whenever you leave for the first time, and okay. I think it's pretty good too so far. Um, I don't know. I'm a little iffy on the effects of the wolves in it, but um, I think it's a cool plot. But after that, um, I also seven. After that, I also watched <laughs> Don't Run, uh, kind of. It was a little bit into the movie already when I turned on that stream, because I also bought that stream, and unfortunately, I also was pretty busy this weekend and didn't get too much on it, but um, I checked it out. I thought it was good. Good little monster movie, like you said. I like the main kid and the girl, just kind of this dweeby little dude. and uh, Pretty short movie, too. It's like an hour and 12 or 15 minutes or something like that, so it kind of just... Flew on by, but I thought it was cool. Um, then after that, I watched Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Um, I watched this with um, my homie Shane. Um, we did like a commentary pod. On I don't it. think that's his name. Sun. Um, we did a <laughs> Sunshine. Uh, we did a commentary pod on it, and um, I put that on my YouTube channel if you want to listen to that. But. Um, yeah, I really like Tucker and Bedell versus Evil at this point. It's like, but dude, what are you doing? What? Why are you, like, burping me? <laughs> you did burp, too. I know, I was, like, puking. I was about to vomit. Stop it, dude. <laughs> Stop, dude. This is going to play out really weird. It's going to sound really weird to them. But Tucker and Dale versus Evil, I think it's a great horror comedy. It mixes it all very well. Um, I think it's a 9 out of 10 for me. Dude! What? Leave! <laughs> Why? I want you to leave. I will finish the show. Why? Because you're spitting on me now. I didn't spit on you. You're doing like you're doing like this little. It's not even spitting. I had like a fingernail pucks. in my mouth. Okay, well go go to the bathroom then and do that. No. All right. So after that, finally, I watched Portel. That was one of the other movies on the live Horrorhound stream. Um, Portal. It was basically like about uh, some ghost adventure or um, paranormal. No paranormal investigators and they you know the one dude in the group like desperately wants to see actual paranormal activity um just to prove himself and then this other girl kind why of didn't does, he rent it he really desperately wants to see like some real activity play out in front of him um and you know they go to this house and stuff really isn't working out and then they start like making fake like ghost noises and um uh, and stuff like that to like cause effect and he's like man I want a real ghost and then like you know stuff goes from there I thought it was a little bit generic but I didn't think it was too bad of a movie um I gave that like a 6.5 out of 10 it was alright so that is all my movies thank god um now we can get into the featured review and then be done with this what what are you doing dude <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> why, why are you why do you sound annoyed at me cause you're like being annoying this is why we don't record together anymore <clears throat> Some people say I'm annoying in real life. I don't know. You are. In real life, people say you're annoying online, too. Why am I annoying? 
You just, like, irritate every... You, like, try to, like... You, like, get under people's skin, like, on purpose. And you know you're doing it, and you sit there and laugh at it. Oh. Okay, so... All right, introduce the final last move. Our featured review. Crap. Okay, so tonight we will be doing... Um, trash at, um, 60,000 feet. Or, I mean, um, exorcism at 60,000 feet. So, um, let's see, pull up the IMDb here. Um, on the last flight of a transatlantic passenger airliner, a priest, a rabbi, and the airline crew team team together to save a plane from a pandemic of demonic possessions. Yeah, so you got this, like, um priest you know he does this exorcism at the beginning type of deal and then he gets on this plane and then there's all these different variety of characters on this plane with him and uh, when he gets on the plane he realizes that uh the dude i believe that he was trying to exercise earlier in the movie is still uh roaming around being possessed and whatnot and he somehow climbs onto the plane and gets in there and then he is um basically possessing different people on the airplane and they all the kind of the you know airline people are trying to stop it so what did you (laughs) well first of all there's some familiar faces in here we have lance henrickson playing the pilot yes uh kelly marooney plays the little person's mother was this was that supposed to be a kid uh, yeah, I think it was a joke. Was like his a name joke. was literally in real life. His name was like something the dwarf. Like he yeah. he had his name. It was a stage name. Yeah, stage name was something like, or I don't know if it was a dwarf, but it was like something about being short. But yeah, that was supposed to be like a little kid, but it was clearly like a grown adult. Um, Bay Ling is in this. Um, what? Are She's you... been in stuff. Okay. Not like horror, but other stuff. Uh, the director of this film got his start in trauma, which after... Oh, Bill Mosley's also in And it. Adrian Barbeau. Oh, and Adrian Barbeau, which we've met. We did. I met Bill Mosley as well. Uh, <clears throat> we met uh, Adrian Barbeau. She was super nice. I met nice. Bill Mosley once. Looks exactly the same. Yes. Since we didn't meet anybody so else, we will continue along with... Are you jealous? <laughs> I met him at a convention that I went to without well, you once. Yeah, well, I mean, you might have met Bill Mosley, but um, did you meet Reggie Bannister? No. Exactly. Did you? <laughs> Moving on here. D- did you? <laughs> Maybe. Pinkerton. Um, But, so, yeah, it's... At first, I thought this movie was going to be pretty cool because, like, it starts off with, like, a fun little exorcist scene, exorcism scene, and then mm-hmm. um, the credits were really cool looking. They, they were all, like, that green, and it reminded you of The Exorcist. It was yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, the beginning had the same music, too, as The Exorcist, or, like, a play on it. I thought this was going to be, like, a cross between, um, you ever see the Twilight Zone episode with the gremlin on the wing? No, i never seen really? that one. No. I, think, I, wait, I haven't seen them all. Wait, uh, have you seen the movie? No. They remade that saying, what? No one saw you do that. They made, saw me do what? That, like, thing where you blew me off just now. I was like, oh, how dare you not see the Twilight Zone movie? I mean, Master Horror John Landis directed I hate him. <laughs> Why? He, mur- he slaughtered three people on that set and then, like, then proceeded to go in with a career. You're, yeah. Including your American Werewolf in London favorite 
uh, werewolf movie. I don't like saying that it is because I don't like supporting the dude, but I mean, that movie's alright. Alright, but what I'm saying is, uh, what the hell am I saying? Oh, I thought it was going to be a cross between, like, The Exorcist and that episode of Twilight Zone for those of you who don't, or for you that don't know, everybody else would know. Um, <laughs> it follows a dude on a plane and he looks out the window and sees, like, a monster on the wing. Ooh. And they remade it in the uh, movie. It's probably the best segment. Really? Uh, yeah, it's actually called like, um, like horror at thirty thousand feet or something like that. Oh, okay. Terror at yeah, it's like so it's a similar title to this. And they even do a scene with that guy on the wing. So I, I assume it was a little homage to that. Yeah. Um, and they do like a pea soup thing too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do. What do they do? They make the pea soup vomit. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, there's that. Um, for me, there, there's like that weird people in here too. Like that dude that's like super muscly. Yeah, that dude. Yeah, I think he's just like a known as like an internet bodybuilder guy or something. Um, what did you think? Um, I... <laughs> I didn't really like this movie. Why? Because it was, it was way too over the top with the comedy. I thought it was like trying too hard. It reminded me of like, stop, dude. It reminded me of like, um, how you, you know, like after, after, after. <laughs> Get your little wave on there. <laughs> that was me. Um, that it was like. You know how after, like, scary, you got scary movie one, scary movie two, great movies, and then you start getting, like, that stream of, like, just horrible parody yeah, films? Yeah, scary movie three. No, I mean, like, the bad par- parody films, like Stan Helsing, where it's just trying I like super- Stan Helsing. Oh, that movie sucks, but, like, they're trying <laughs> no, so No, when he's, like, when Freddy's taking a poop, and then he's, like, he gives him the toilet paper, and then you hear him go, like, ah! Because <laughs> he wiped his butt with the gloves. <laughs> yeah. But, um, no, but I'm just saying, like, the comedy is too... Shriek, if I know what you did last Friday the 13th? I actually thought that movie sucked, too. I didn't think it was funny. Have you seen it? I own it. Oh, that doesn't answer if you've seen it. <laughs> I seen it when I was a kid. I don't remember it, though. Yeah, I watched it once because I was curious, and I didn't really find it that humorous. But anyway, um, this what I'm trying to say is I don't think this movie's that funny. I think it tries too hard. I think that there it's just... There's like one, there's like one big scene in it that I was actually laughing out loud at, but like that's it. And I feel like, you know, it's kind of a long, not a long movie, but it's just a movie where I was just, <laughs> I couldn't wait for it to kind of be over. Um, I just feel like the whole thing is just an over the top thing. I mean, I do like the plane setting and, you know, the thing they do with the characters almost reminded me of Victor Crowley in a way, where you have like these unique kind of characters on the plane, but I just thought they were all super being over annoying. the top and annoying. Yeah. Yeah. They really annoyed the hell out of me. Like this movie was almost okay. Like not okay, but like almost enjoyable. It could have been a good idea. It, I think if you just, you just had to like tone down, tone it down a little bit, like walk it back a little bit. Like, it just was too much. It just felt like too much. I was just like, this is exhausting. Yeah, that's how I felt. Like, it's so... There's always something happening, which you would think is a good thing, but to me, it's just, like, overstaying its welcome, kind of. 
it it's seems just like that the humor, jokes weren't that funny. Yeah, it's like humor I would laugh at when I was twelve. Like there's sex humor and like it's definitely it's definitely potty humor. Yeah, toilet humor. Like the only scene that really made me laugh was um after like that scene that they're at not like after the sex scene when they're in there and then like there's one dude ends up dead and then they try to get that i thought the asian guy was actually kind of funny throughout the movie that was like the only guy who was funny to me but and he's like i don't want to clean this up there's nothing left but that's like that's about it i really just didn't care for this um at all i can't even really there's not really any character development it's just a bunch of people going like crazy on this plane so it's hard to even say much yeah you know i i really couldn't get into it myself I, I thought it was trying way too hard to be funny and it just didn't work at all you know what i mean yeah. like i just didn't I, I i felt like bad effects. it's an hour and 35 minutes and it felt like a grind to get through yeah you know what i mean yeah just like and i actually um fell asleep watching it at like 30 minutes in and i was like okay i got like 58 minutes left or so and then i was like i'm just gonna go to sleep and then i woke up in the morning and finished it and i was just like oh my god i really can't wait for it to be over because that always makes the movie seem even longer but yeah it was just a little bit dreadful for me um i've seen some people like this film but i guess it just depends on your sense of humor and i do not have that type of sense of humor so that is about all I have to say on the film. Are you trying to look up some letterboxed reviews? Why are you shouting me out, bro? I was just wondering if you were looking at the reviews, because we always go into letterboxed reviews after we have done the review, and that is what we are doing now, and I am just waiting on my buddy. <laughs> Alright, uh, this first one here, um, we have a two-star review. Uh, from the weirdling on Letterboxd, and it says a cross of The Exorcist, The Airplane Movies, and Snakes on a Plane, which never quite works in my opinion. <laughs> Honestly, that's a combination that ought to be great. The actors were up for the task. I suspect the movie falters somewhere between the script and the direction. I mean, I agree with that. I I, I do actually. That's a very fair assessment. Yeah. Because for me, one of the like biggest negatives of the film is just the script and the writing. Like I do think all the characters were good. That was a good group of people to have a funny movie with. Yeah. It just didn't really work. I kept thinking Doug Bradley, not Doug Bradley, um, Chucky, Brad Dourif was Brad in Durf. this. No. Yeah, I kept thinking he was in it, but I'm just thinking of Lance Henriksen and Bill Mosley. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, the positive review is coming from the regular Dustin Baker. Uh, it is a three-star positive review, but still a positive review. Uh, from out of nowhere comes a parody more in the line with the mid-tier sorts from the 80s rather than modern day. What does that mean? <laughs> what? This. Modern day. Blank, blank movie. movie. Oh, blank movie. Yeah. Uh, sort of spoofs, including good old-fashioned un-PC humor that you'd think nobody would would be able to get with 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 any get away with anymore, even low-budget indies. And with 
a lot of these things, it's scattershot of jokes. Some landing, some bombing big time, as well as just the film losing laughs the longer it goes. I agree with that statement for sure. Yeah. Which is also common with these. But I appreciated the vulgarity of the jokes that did work, and the gonzo work put in by the fun cast of characters made it a ton of fun, including Henriksen, who just visibly doesn't give a shit and tries to ham it up. (laughs) I actually like that review i feel like that review made me almost want to like the movie i like his assessment of Hen- hendrickson because that is kind of true it just seems like it's just lance hendrickson sitting there playing <laughs> lance hendrickson yeah like, what the heck am i doing here yeah you know what man I, it just wasn't for me that's at the end of the day um it felt like bad trauma like trauma but not good it's just, I mean, it's pure comedy. It's not really horror. I mean, it does have the effects and whatnot, but it really depends on if you find this type of humor funny, and if you don't, you're going to have a horrible time with it, and if you do, you're going to have a great time with it. That's all it comes down to. I, w- I wonder if Dave Z's listening to this episode because he was half tempted to watch it, and yeah, I, I can tell I you that. right now, Dave Z would hate this movie. Yeah, yeah. He would hate it. He would be mad that we hurt his score. Like his uh, average. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dave, if you're listening, do not watch this movie, man. You're not going to like it. Um, but yeah, I know you weren't considering it anyway, but you kind of were because people were talking about it. I like the cover. I like the title. I know, I like the cover too. I like the minor concept of an exorcism on a plane. That sounds fun to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could really do anything on a plane. Yeah. I mean, like, think it like Slasher on a plane. I'm down. Zombies on a plane, I'm down. Werewolf on a plane, also down. Vampires on a plane, I just feel down. Like I, Snakes on a plane, down. Already happened. I just feel like some of those plots would like end like right away. This was a smaller plane. No, not really. I was thinking of quarantine. All right, uh, so that is it for our we reviews. We did not rate the move. Okay, I'm giving it a... 3.5 out of 10. Well, I came in actually just a little oh, a little bit higher with a 4 out of 10. You are a high rate hair. A 4, dude. I mean, you just been given 8s, 8.5s, 10s. And now I just threw out a 4. 10s, 4s. When did I give a 10? I don't know. Did I? I don't know. I don't know. I'm fake. I don't remember things. But anyway, guys, um, hopefully you hope you enjoyed this review and this ep. Lucky number 20. And we shall see you all next ep. 21. Peace. Peace.